Welcome, welcome to Kamisha Reviews. I know I started a little bit early today, but it doesn't matter. We are going to get started in this exclusive interview with Eric from Ready to Love Potomac. And one of the things I'll say, and I said this on every live, but I'm going to have a guest on my panel or whatever, you know, um, please be respectful in the chat. Understand that I pay a lot of attention to my guests. I give them my undivided attention. I might glance at the chat, but my moderators normally check take care of that. And also, too, um, his links. I know that stuff is in the description. I'm, my moderator probably will drop the links in the comments. So, please, this is an um, exclusive interview. And I'm going to... Uh, him up, okay, in just a second. Welcome. Hey, hey. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you, sir? I am blessed and highly flavored. Yes. I'm doing quite well. First of all, got my drink too. Oh, yeah, you know, everybody knows me. It's the red cup for me. Uh, thank you for coming on here. And this is an exclusive, exclusive interview that I'm actually, um, I'm humble and I'm, I'm, I'm honored you decided to come on my platform to talk about everything. Have your first interview, even. And so oh, I yeah. want to say, I really, 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 um, appreciate you coming on here first of all so everybody coming to the chat make sure hit that like button and subscribe that's super super important hit that like button and subscribe as you come in please okay um mr eric is from ready to love potomac and he came in super hot and i mean super hot because he's hot and he came in and the women in the chat and other people were just going crazy over him and some still do but a lot of things happened while Eric was there that caused him to not be on the show anymore. But before we get into that, I really want to ask and start out by saying, reality TV, why would you take that route to dating? What, what, what put you in that position? Well, so I was, I was kind of dating, but not much. But I was traveling a lot because of my job. So I'm mm -hmm. always in and out of town. And then I just made a pivot of what I wanted to do. I wanted to go ahead and settle down, get other things popping that's in my my business scope. So I want more time to actually get into a relationship and, and find love. Cause it wasn't working with these apps. Cause I was on like Tinder and all that shit. Right. But it wasn't working. So I was like, you know what? I've seen the show before, not a lot of it. Right. But I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and give it a chance and see what can come of it because I tried other avenues. And it's kind of risky with my job because I'm in and out town all the time and a lot. So hopefully I was gonna find someone that was gonna be compatible and be able to work with that, of think somebody that's in the industry. So I was like, you know what? I'll definitely give it a shot and see what can come out of it. Okay, well I was gonna ask you, did you watch the other seasons and you pretty much told me the answer um, that you didn't really watch much of it was there a season that you watched completely all the way through i think it was the season before ready to love dc okay so that's the season that i i watched 
almost in its entirety. I think I didn't see like the last two or three episodes, mm-hmm. but I just got the premise of what the show was about. And I felt like it was really about people trying to find love. So I was like, oh, this is like a, a good uplifting black people show. So that's why I went ahead and dove in into the journey. Now, speaking of the journey, um, now, allegedly, they vet them, and, and, and it's different stories about how they find a gentleman for the ready to love. Um, did they find you through Instagram? That is one of the ones. Um, actually, it was one of the a casting that found me, the ready to love, and they asked me if I would do it, and I went through the process. So I was like, yeah, because I've, I've seen it before, but I've never really submitted for it. But uh, I was reached out for the show. Okay. Wow. Because there's been so many different things. Not about you. Just as um, the show as a whole. And I'm not saying like bad, but um, that their vetting process is bad or that they found they only find actors. And this is just the, with the Converted to Love fans, they go really hard. And the blogger, but the fans go super, super hard. So, I mean, they come at me too, trust. And so... I know you had to know about the fans before you got on the show, or did you not know? I did not know. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I I hardly watch TV. The main thing that I usually watch is like Food Network or ACTV or some survival show because I do all that stuff. I do survival things. I go like every six months or so, I'll go off and live off the land and hunt and fish and shit like that. And then, of course, I'm a chef, so I cook. And then I do construction. I do a lot of shit. But right. I never really knew about the fans. Now I know how diehard some of these fans are. That's yeah. quite apparent now. Super, super. Okay, so now, <laughs> yeah, because they do go crazy. I'm telling you. Um, I know about the well, and every time I hear about the mixer, I different. I hear different things. But to me, to sum it up, I always hear stuff about where maybe you don't get to um, eat a whole lot, but you drink a lot of liquor. And I always say that's a recipe for disaster. Um, is your experience similar to that, or is that just a few people who experience that as far as the mixer? This is every year, not just once one season. Yeah, um, you have a choice, right? So you can choose to indulge in the liquor or not. Hmm. But uh liquor is rarely available, even if it's through it's mainly through the other castmates, really, because yeah. we bring things to like you know, take off the edge or whatever. Right. So there was an abundance of liquor evolved in almost mm. every episode. And then, of course, when you're out eating, you get to order a drink and how many you want type situation. So it can kind of skew how it's really supposed to go instead of you being okay. sober the whole time and drinking. But mm. usually when you go on dates anyway, you're going to be drinking. So it just depends on yes. how much you're going to indulge. Interesting. So I guess it depends on the person. Nobody ever said anything what they've done, but I just always felt like if you are in that position and you're just drinking and you're there for like ten hours or however long it is, it just oh. like it, it can it, it can get kind of dicey. I don't care where you are. <laughs> it gets dicey because you know it's a lot of hurry up and wait type of situation. Mm. So at that time, then you're like talking to everybody else, to other cast members, like, oh, you want to do a shot, take a shot, or have another drink. So by the time you're filming. You're feeling nice for the most part. Okay. Yeah, pretty warm, as I say, 
I, yeah. Only, only during, only in the cold time when I drink something brown. I'm, that's not my thing. Um, I'm over beer drinker. Um, so the pro, the whole process. Let me ask you a question. The whole entire process, how everything is set up, is it set up in your opinion that you can find love, and, and just in your opinion? I feel like if you're intentional about it, then yes. If not, then you're gonna play the game. Mm. And I call it a game because. Some people want to last to the end because mm -hmm. you get you get paid per episode. The longer you mm. last, the more money you get. Mm. So it can be skewed either way. So right. if, you're, if you're looking for love and hopefully the other person is too, then it's a it's a fucking great match. Right. But if someone just wants to last until the end and create alliances and all that, then it's not you're not going to find love in that. Mm. So. so let's talk about the cast a little bit now um if i say anything that you don't want to talk about or something comfortable just say hey, just let me know you know we'll just move on but just period um i know that prior to the show that you you knew of, of carmen was there any our new Carmen? i'm sorry was there anybody else that you knew besides carmen I was, before getting on the show no carmen's the only person i knew okay yeah carmen and our relationship was more of a like a working slash entertainment type relationship. It was never yeah. like on a level of, yo, let's go out or see where this can go with us. Cause we was out there networking and we have, we run in the same circles of people. So it's like, we never looked at each other like that for right. relationship wise. Cause you know, mm -hmm. in her, in her aspect thing, she's out with a lot of guys. So it's like, you know, and she's a beautiful woman, so they're gonna be like flocking towards her. And then when she sees me, I was out with a lot of girls. This is years ago. I was out with a lot of girls all the time. Okay. So, and we talked. She's like, "Yeah, um, I got the perception that you was like a player." Mm. I was like, "Well, I probably was at that time. I okay. mean, no cap." So, and I told her, I was like, "Well, you had all the guys around you and stuff, so I only saw you like as a friend." We networked. She hit me up, like, "Hey, you come to this event?" Right. I was like, "Yeah, I'll be there. It's not a problem." And then I hit her up for an event. She'll come to the events and we just hang out and just have fun. So that's where our relationship was before Ready to Love. Mm. Let's talk about um, your connections on the show. Who were your connections? So, of course, Dakia mm -hmm. starting off because she was like my blind, my first blind date. Okay. And uh, so it was Dakia. And then when I found out Carmen was on there, I was like, you know what? I can explore this a little bit more. Right, makes and, sense. And um, it didn't really show all of it, but Sabrina was actually someone that I was interested in as well. Wow, really? Yeah, and then uh, me and Precious vibe for a little bit. Okay. So it was many those four. And um, I had a blind date, not a blind date, uh, a group date. And Ace, Joy was there, of course, the Kia. Mm -hmm. But um, I did like Joy as well, too. Okay. Uh, me her, yes. Yeah, me and her talked back and forth. And we had, like, real honest conversations. And I asked her, I was like, hey, do you see yourself, like, moving forward with me? And she was honest. She's like, well, I see you as being cool. We can be friends type situation. And I was like, oh, that's not a problem. So we just kept it moving from there. So I never had that. We never got to that interest level. Joy and I. Mm. So, yeah. 
And I never went out on a date with Ace. Um, never went on a date with Tina. And I think those are the main ones. So, yeah. Do you think if you would have stayed on the show that you would you probably would have stayed like a long time? Maybe some of the guys that are there now wouldn't be there. And you would oh, yeah. have okay. Especially I think if I would have stayed, then um something would have transpired with love. If the situation didn't go down the way it did, then yeah. Wow. I know that's, that's is that one thing that you can well. I don't want to say regret because that's something that you'll never know. I'm saying that you can happen to really understand that, but just that opportunity um, to be away from everybody, the different thing of the retreat, just that, that time that you have that we don't normally have in dating, the opportunity to get, you know, whatever you just, you feel like something would have been different compared to what we're seeing now. Oh yeah. I think it would have been very different. Hmm. Very different. Um, I want to say that I'm going to ask you, ask a few questions about the um, the incident. And like I said, mm -hmm. if I say anything that you're uncomfortable about, please let me know. And this may be triggering for some, so I'm giving you know a warning before we get started. Um, I noticed on your channel that you don't promote the show. Was that a decision to do that before or after the incident? That was definitely after the incident. Oh wow! Because it uh, it was a light that. I was put in that wasn't accurate and that actually should, I feel like should not have been even been put in the show because I felt like it was resolved, but it got pushed mm. more. So I don't like how that happened. I can understand. I probably wouldn't have another, nothing like that uh, attached um, to my anything. Yeah, honest, honest, ooh, Lord, honestly. So I want you to tell us about that day, whatever you're comfortable telling us. Okay. So, and I'll tell them what leads up to that day too. Okay. So um, the day before it was a men's lounge situation. Mm -hmm. And of course it's not aired because, and I'm going to say editing because they spend so much time with everybody. You can't put everything in the show. You only have a snippets. And that's all they can show. Mm. And, you know, first of all, I would say I signed up for the show. So I know what I was getting myself into. And I know everyone has their own opinions and they're tied to their opinions. Right. But they have to also understand that they can't show every single thing that happens in the show. Mm -hmm. So going forward, we had a men's lounge the day before. And in the men's lounge, that's when I made the kit. Tequila, my number two, and Carmen, my number one. Mm. So um, leading up to this day, I pull up to where we're going to do like the, the background shooting. So this wasn't even like shooting that's going to be really aired or anyone having dates. It was just everybody okay. like cuddled up. And like at the beginning of the show, you see um, Tori and Joy sitting in that chair when it's opening. That's yes. what we're shooting. It's like that, the B-roll or back roll stuff. Okay, I got you. Okay. So... Um, that day, I pull up and me and the Kia park next to each other. So um, she comes and get into my car. We're in there chatting, and me being transparent because I want to, you know, let her know everything that's happening, so mm -hmm. she don't get blindsided with anything. I let her know. I was like, "Hey, in the men's lounge, so I'll let you know that I made the Kia. I made Carmen my number one, and you're yeah. my number two now." 
And she was like, okay, yes, yeah, it's, it's part of this, the process. So I felt like she understood everything and we chatted. And then when the production people came, they was like, hey, you guys can't be sitting in the same car together. And then she got out and got in her car. Uh, moving forward, we did all the pictures and the, the video, all that stuff they were supposed to do. And um, everyone's chatting. Me and her, we, we take time to talk to each other. Like that morning, we were texting each other and she was like, I can't wait to spend some time with you, some E&D time and all this. Cause you know, we was on a, a great situation. It right. was almost like we're almost a couple. And that's what I felt because right, of what yeah. was given to me in our conversations and mm -hmm. flirting back and forth. And even leading up to this, me and her kissed off a camera and all that stuff. So I'm feeling like, you know, she's the one. Although I did make Carmen my number one, because I still had to keep my options open. But, you know, I felt like me being transparent with the Kia. So it's like, you're not blindsided by any of the situation. So a little bit later, well, it's a long day. Mm. We've been drinking and uh, there might have been a little recreational stuff involved. And then but, we'll uh, <laughs> we, uh, we decided to take a picture together. So, I, well, I did ask her, I was like, hey, you want to take a picture? She's like, yeah. And I give my uh, phone to one of the other cast members. Mm -hmm. And um, we start posing for the picture. So we posed for the picture. It was more like a prom type picture. My hand was like around her waist, you know, playing it safe and all that stuff. And right, we're, right. we're joking and laughing and stuff. And then I do the prom-like picture. And she says, um, she jokingly says, oh, this is too promish, you know, whatever. And me, wanted to spice it up a little bit. I did move my hands up. Mm -hmm. And it was confirmed because I talked to another one of the castmates because I didn't really think it touched her like that. Okay. But I had to get confirmation. And it was a trusted source. So I did touch her breast. Okay. But it wasn't like a, a groping type. But I did touch her breast and I own up to it because it's what happened. I want to keep the truth out there. Period. So okay. me touching her breast, she does turn around like, oh, don't do that. And I'm like, okay, my bad. Sorry mm -hmm. about that. And then we continue to take pictures. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, I felt like it was over and that was it. But, um, oh, because there was still some more shooting to do. There was like another boat scene. So me and her still held hands. Like even on the boat, we're dancing together. So I'm not I'm not seeing where she really felt offended okay. or anything like that because it was an apology and then we just kept it moving. Okay. So we do this whole boat scene, everybody's having fun, shit like that. And then it was time to go. Mm -hmm. I get in my car, get ready to go. She texted me, said, hey, are you coming to the pier? Because everyone else is going to the pier. I was like, well, I'm, I'm already like out already. So I was like, right. nah, I'm, I'm not going to make it type situation. So um, I go home, have to do some more. I do some work. And then um, I get a text from her saying that, hey, I think we need to talk. And I was like, OK. And then almost immediately after, I get a call from another cast member. Okay. And the cast member tells me, it's like, hey, um, Dakia is telling everybody that you touched her inappropriately. Okay. And I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, she's telling everybody that you touched her inappropriately. And then someone else tells me, like, hey, um, 
I heard a conversation, someone, another cast member tells her, like, you know, Eric made Kia, I made Carmen your number one. And then that's how it proceeded to say, oh, well, he inappropriately touched me anyway. And I felt like it was a spiteful thing. First of all, I felt like mm. I was blindsided because you're going out and telling all the cast members first right? before you even talk to me. You send me a text, but you still go out there and talk to everybody else. It could have been handled like an adult or, you know, us between us, like, hey, I felt like this, this, and this. So I was like, then I would have been able to apologize again. Like, well, it's not meant, can we squash it? Can we keep keep it moving? Because at that time, I really did like the Kia because I, I thought she was an amazing person. She carried herself well, had, had nothing really bad to say about her. So when that happened, I was like, well, why would she do that? Go out here with all these people that we really don't know. And between us, it seems like we're gonna be almost like in a relationship because mm -hmm. that's what we talked about. It's like, yo, we can leave the show now and just us be together type situation. So I'm really blindsided of her telling everybody else's stuff before she came to me, come to me. So when I found out the information, I'm the one that actually called production and let them know. I was like, hey, I just want to get ahead of this and let you know what's happening. The key is accusing that I touch her inappropriately. I was like, um, we had incident, I told her, you know, I apologize for it, but now she's telling the whole cast about this situation, which I mm -hmm. felt like it could have been internal. So I told the um, production about it. So, and I told him, I was like, yeah, I don't want to really be seen with her anymore because I don't trust the situation. And, um, what happened after that? Oh, and then even after that, I tried to call her. Oh, I sent her a text after I found out and I said, hey, um, I don't think there's anything we're going to talk about. We need to talk about. Right. Because she already told everybody this information already. Mm -hmm. You told them, so why do you want to come to me afterwards? And then a little bit later, I sent her a text apologizing, saying, hey, I heard that you felt this type of way. I didn't mean for it to be that way. And uh, I apologize for the situation. And I never got a text back or anything. And I was supposed to go on dates, production, stop my dates, all that. Then I called them. I was like, hey, what is going on? I was like, I have a, I have a gig to do. Are you guys gonna keep me or not? Because I can leave. Right. You know? And then I was like, well, do you want to stay? Mm -hmm. So it wasn't them forcing me off. They asked me if I want to stay, if I want to leave. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, let me think about it. I was like, actually, I want to have a conversation with Tommy first. So this is how the conversation between me and Tommy came about. And me and Tommy had a, a private conversation. And, he was, and that's how I made my decision to go ahead and leave the situation, leave okay. the journey. So I got on, spoke what it was. And production told me, there's like, well, the key is only saying that there was an incident. She's not describing what it is. So we want to try to keep it as minimal as possible. This is what they're telling me. Right. So that's why my answer on the show was like, yeah, um, we had an incident. That's why I wasn't really going into detail. Okay. Because I told him, I was like, you know what? I'll just leave. I'm not even going to do this camera stuff. Okay. And they were like, well, we need a storyline. 
we have to we have to tell them give them something the people something of why you're leaving and i was like i really don't want to do that he's like but we have to do this for the show so i was like you know what all right i'll just say this little piece and then i'll be out so come to find out clearly the kia said more than what they told me that she said and then what one of the things that really pissed me off like i, I own up to me touching her like that and i'm sorry about it but um and there's other guys around when this situation happened. So what, what really pissed me off was when I locked, when I saw the, the part on the show where it said he was very physical. So I have, I have daughters, right? And I have parents and I have all that stuff. So when someone says someone is very physical, that's open for interpretation. Yes. And this can be like a, like he, he grabbed me or he pushed me or shook me or some shit like this. Mm -hmm. So saying that, and that's why <laughs> when I, I sent the message in our private group and somebody leaked it to you, that's why I got pissed off about the situation because I'm trying to talk to our cast members okay. and then now it's out to everybody. So now it's all this because I was pissed off and that's why I called her a name. And I felt like I, I could because you're fucking messing with my character out here saying mm -hmm. I got very physical. And yeah. that's very, very open interpretation. I have been nothing but a gentleman like on all the dates because I went on a date with Sabrina, um, Carmen, and Dakia. Nothing but a gentleman the whole time. You know, of course, flirty and shit, but nothing disrespectful. Right. But you're going to paint me in a light as being a, a very physical individual. And I don't, I don't take that lightly. Right. So everyone has emotions. My emotions went off. I called her name and I tried to shut that shit down, let everybody know what happened since she was the one that told everybody at the pier without me being there or being able to defend myself because it didn't even have to go that far. And I, I think production, they needed something like a cliffhanger type situation or drama type situation. Because even when I was exiting the show, um, they said, there was a part where I said I wasn't ready to love. Yes. And even Tommy was like, no, 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 it's not that you're not ready to love. It's just, you want to end the journey. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we even reshot that part. I was like, yeah, let's use this part of saying I'm ending the journey, not ready to love, because I'm ready to love. This is an unfortunate situation. Yes. And I didn't want to continue because she put this all out to everybody. Only one person really reached out to me to ask about what was happening. Well, Sabrina did too, actually. She reached out as well and see how I was doing. But now everyone has this perception because I couldn't defend myself with any of the situation. So I was like, you know what? I'd rather just cut it short, just leave, keep it moving because the job that I have, I really didn't need the show Mm -hmm. any other the situation so i was like you know what i'm just gonna go back to work and just forget this and right. just keep it moving so um yeah and i apologized to her again like when we had the reunion mm -hmm. it was an apology given and then she wanted to egg on some more shit i was like yo do you want to keep going or do you want to accept this apology mm. so i feel like my personal opinion, 
is she wanted to play the victim. She was embarrassed by what what happened. And I feel like if we, me and her was alone and the situation happened, it would have been okay. It was wrong for me to do it like in front of people. And I'm not gonna be violent or very aggressive mm-hmm. or physical in front of people. And if I'm and if I'm very physical and all these other guys around, what is it saying about these other guys if they're just standing and watching? If I was, if she's saying that I was very physical, right? That means everybody's just gonna look and mm-hmm. go, oh, look at him just harm this girl. But that's not the situation. And then even um so Donovan was the one taking the picture, right? Yes. So she's trying to get this connection with Donovan as well. So I feel like she did that also because she didn't want to make it seem like we was me and her was that close anymore. But everybody already exactly. saw that mm-hmm. the key and I was close. And I, I thought we were close. So maybe I should have reevaluated how close we was after I told her that Carmen was my number one now. Because who wants to be a number two? So yes. you don't really find someone else now to make that number one type of situation. So there's many things that could have happened in hindsight, but that's what happened and I own up to it. But I feel like things could have been handled differently. And I felt like her wording could have been different about the very physical. That That's what really got to me. Um, let me start here and say this, okay? Um, a woman's body, anybody's body, we're supposed to respect, you know, each other's boundaries. Absolutely. I want to ask you, I want to ask you what made you feel comfortable to do that? Because a man has to feel very comfortable to even play, touch a certain type of way. Right. And I actually felt like we were in that area already. That's what I felt like from our private conversations and even us kissing off screen. So I felt like we were at that space. It shouldn't have happened in front of anybody though. I would say that. And I don't want to make excuses. I shouldn't have been drinking or anything like that. Because mm-hmm. it was things released and I still own responsibility. Right. I still did it and I shouldn't have. But I felt like we were at that space because everyone's flirting on the show, right? Mm-hmm. You see her flirting and me flirting and all that. But imagine that flirting with the people that's not your number one. And imagine people flirting with their number one. It's it's deeper than everybody else. Yes. So in my mind, I felt like we was a little bit, we were further on because we're talking about we can leave the show and be together type situation. So I should have really reevaluated where we were. And and if that's the case, anybody can be like, yeah, don't touch me or whatever. Right. Because I I witnessed someone else touching her. Not saying it was excusable for me, but mm-hmm. and nothing was said about it. And, it was permitted to that person. And everybody has their own choice of who they want to do it. But I felt mine was more of a vindictive type situation. And, and nobody was really around, around except me that saw it. And she saw that I saw it. But everyone has their own choice of who they want to touch them. And I understand that. And I think mine shouldn't have been done in public. 
like that. Because where we were, I felt like it was permissible. Um, your peers. You said you had people around you, guys, or people that was there, whatever. Um, right. Did it, did anything happen? Did anybody say anything? Because it doesn't sound like nobody reacted. I wasn't there. I'm not going to assume. That's what I'm asking. Did anybody react? Did anybody say anything? I'm talking about a male, not just women. No, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I was very physical with her or anything, then mm -hmm. somebody would have said something at that moment. Because if I felt like somebody was attacking a woman or doing something, I would say something at that moment. And nobody said anything because they knew the dynamics of her and I relationship. And I was told this by one of the members. And I was like, well, why didn't you say anything? Mm -hmm. He's like, well, I felt you guys were already together. You guys had that bond and all that already. And she was jokingly saying, oh, this is like a prom picture. And then you try to make it more up. You move your hands up and I, I touched her breast. So it felt like, oh, this is how they play or whatever. And I mean, I can't really blame them for thinking about how we play because all people can see is how much of a bond the kid and I had. Mm -hmm. They probably thought it was at that point already because we walk around holding hands and, you know, cuddling up with each other and shit. So that's why no one would jump in. Now, if it was very physical, I'm sure these guys, they're gentlemen. Mm -hmm. So they would jump in and they would say something. They would be like, yo, chef or Eric, why would you do some shit like that? But nobody said nothing. It happened. And then she, she corrected me, put me in my place, and I said, my bad. And then we kept taking pictures and kept it moving. And I thought that was the end of it. Do you think production handled this very well, in your opinion? Handled you? Because I'm not going to give that. I'm going to say, um, as far as maybe being more on her side than yours. I'll say yes. Being on her side more than mine. Because um, for me trying to take accountability of everything, I went to production first and let them know what happened. Mm -hmm. And then um, they found out later through her or somebody else, she said she didn't talk to them, but she found out through somebody else, that mean another cast member had to come and say something. So that's why I don't really know to trust with the, these people. But um, right. It was more so on her side, even though I'm the one that told them first and tried to come out with it. Right. And then I also think it's skewed because they told me that she said one thing and didn't put any information out about it. Mm -hmm. And then come to find out it's aired that she said something because it was supposed to be more quiet, like just to let it go type situation. Right. right. And then um, it, it made it really seem like they even didn't tell me about what she said. So it's really making me looking more like the bad guy, like this guy got very physical with her. They put that out there. So I'm like, why would they do that? Like even with my interviews, everyone else who's getting these interviews, own, the people from OWN actually told me that, yeah, we're not gonna do any interviews with you. And then I'm like, why wouldn't you do that? I was like, I have a story to tell because people are actually hitting up. Me, which I don't give a fuck about, I'm grown. I right. chose to be on the show. Mm -hmm. But when people go into my daughter's DM, oh no, and tell them, tell her that, oh, we're gonna grab your breasts, or they threaten oh. her and shit like that. Oh my god, that's on a whole nother level. Yes. And this is all because 
the very physical part came out, saying that your dad is like aggressive and yeah. all this shit. Now that's the shit that pissed me off. Right, hundred percent. Because I hate that word aggressive. I hate that word for black people. I cannot stand that yeah. word. I cannot. It attached to us is very, it's very, very negative. And then the fact that I know your daughters and having to deal with that. Uh, no, I don't agree with that. If they feel a certain way about you or whatever, bringing your daughters me. into it is, and I got, I have a daughter myself and I would lose my crap that happened to me. I, I, I don't approve of bringing, of, of attacking family, bringing the family. You're the one that signed up for it, not the babies. Exactly. I don't, because, um, I don't, I don't care if people attack me because I'm, I'm on the, the ready to love Facebook groups and all that. And I just look at it. I don't really respond to any of the shit because people are entitled to their opinion and yes. they only can see, they only can judge what they see off of TV mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. everything is not shown. So people say all types of shit. And I'm like, yeah, it's whatever. But as soon as you come and talk to my daughter or thread my daughter, then we have a whole other problem. If you have a problem like that and you think you can thread my daughter and shit, come to me. I'll give you my address or I'll meet you somewhere. And we can make this shit happen because I don't Period. have a problem with that type of situation. Just don't come for my kids, yo. That's all I care about. People can talk about me all fucking day. Don't don't come to my daughter talking about, oh, your dad's very physical. That's why that shit pissed me off that she said that. And I don't think I would ever get over it. And I'll honestly say that I really liked her. I really liked Kia. Mm -hmm. And I could have seen myself going all the way with her. But all that, all that shit happened, it was out the window. Well, it's, okay, I'm, I'm going to go back to the, the actual incident, okay? So I was like, okay, well, was it, were you, were you like, I don't want to say, because I don't even see, I mean, I've played as far as a guy I'm close to, we all have and done things or whatever. I don't know if I want that in public as far as above this area, right. this is speaking for myself. So, and I know you guys are comfortable with each other, whatever, but just I would, was it a reaction, a natural reaction that you grabbed that? Because I understand you said you were um, grabbing her for the prom picture or whatever, and you, you know, you ended up touching her up there. I just, you know, because in the beginning, it kind of seemed like you were surprised or you didn't realize you even did it, you know, so like you really felt comfortable with her to do that. Um, and but her such her reaction in front of everybody. Um, but why would you do that in public? Is what I want to ask. Why would you do that part in public? You y'all doing it behind the scenes, that's a beautiful thing, you know. But right. why would you do that in public? Um, and they probably never unless they unless you've done that before. Has this happened before? No, no, I have happened before. And like okay. I said, I did admit that um it should not have happened in public. Okay. Yeah, so I, I take ownership of that. It should not have happened in public. But um, not but when she said uh this is too promish. I wasn't. I didn't think clearly with it, and it shouldn't have happened. But I did move my hands up because I wanted to make it a little more risque type situation and take right. the pictures. So I take ownership of it. Should not have been done in public, regardless. So yeah, I, well, I, I, there's no argument on that. I'm happy that you did apologize. I, I cannot speak for her. I'm not going to do that. And and when I speak about. As far as men and their reputation, I understand her reputation also is out there, but um, a black man gets bashed a lot. And whether oh, yeah. people want to believe it or not, or call it whatever, I can be a black woman that is all about women's empowerment, and I still am, and can still look at different 
things about a picture. I dissect all of it. I'm not going to just look at one side. I cannot just look at one side of a situation. So that's why I'm asking these questions, whether I, um, whether somebody agrees with it or not. I'm asking the questions to get, you know, some answers. I'm, I'm really trying to talk to the chat. That's really what I'm saying. But I'm asking these questions and um, I'm enjoying the fact that you are very transparent because you don't have to be that transparent. Okay. So right. you leave the show was your idea. What right. happened? What happened after it was done? What happened in your life? How did it affect your real life after everything was done? Oh, I just kept it moving. I went back to my client and traveled with them and then i actually uh got, got finished filming my own netflix show oh wow so, yeah so i mean my, my life just kept going it's just it's a fortunate incident that that happened and it didn't really affect like my business or anything because okay. i I'm a, I'm a fucking great chef so mm -hmm. I, I i let my food speak for me i don't really like you know try to big up any of my things. Like when I go to different gigs or whatever, I don't be like, yo, I'm the best. I let them taste it. And then they give me their input. And it's not, it's never, ever hardly bad. But you know, I, I, I please the palate. So you tell me where to fix things at. And that's what I do, I, I please it. So it didn't, it didn't affect my real world except when that part aired. And I would say this as well. Um, what I don't like about production, so well, I don't give a shit. We already shot okay. to the union, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we don't get to see everything that's shown on the screen. So like, they didn't even show me about her saying the phys very physical part. They okay. only, I feel like if they shoot a reunion, it should be after the show is over. So everyone can see everything that happens in the show. So we're really blindsided when we had a reunion because we had the reunion like one or two episodes in. I wasn't even eliminated yet. So we had a reunion like right when the show aired. It was gonna be like right before, but everyone's it's schedule really. was messed up. Mm -hmm. So it got pushed back. So we don't really know what's out there. And then when we do the reunion, oh. they show like this little clip Mm -hmm. And then we talk just about that piece. Okay. So we don't, don't know, know what's happened. And it's and I don't think it's fair to the cast that we don't get to see the whole entire thing before the reunion. It's like even now, my uh, my what I voice on the reunion show is gonna be different than now because I didn't feel like I touched her breasts. Okay. So now when we go see the reunion, they're going to be like, okay, he said he didn't do it. Mm -hmm. But after I talked to another cast member, because I wasn't, I was drinking and all that mm -hmm. stuff. So after I talked to him and he's like, yo, you, you did do it. So mm -hmm. I was like, okay. so that's why I want to make sure I had all the information before I go on in the interviews. So I can be honest about my shit and own up to my shit because I'm, I don't want to lie about anything. So it's not fair that they try to shoot the reunion before and they only show little pieces of things. Yep, they do way too early, in my opinion. They do this way very early. strategic, very strategic. And, that, and, and that's one of the reasons why I felt like bad for uh, like even Precious because 
it's the way they edit. I think Precious is like an amazing person. She's smart, mm-hmm. all that. She's a beautiful woman. She's been through struggles because me and her connected um, at the beginning too. So I think she's like a beautiful soul and she's like a dope ass woman too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she likes to have fun. She likes to do whatever, but she's, she's very, very smart and she's about her business. So it's like the way it painted her was in a, a bad light too. So I, I didn't I didn't like that part either, but I don't really talk to any of it anymore because everything that happened should have happened, right? So, so I, I see girl. people for how they are, and we see each other on the show. Like even when like this shit just aired with um, like Clifton, mm-hmm. it's it it was inaccurate because he he knew his choices already, but they made it seem like he didn't know what he, he was wilding back and forth. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, talked about that. Yeah. Yeah, so um, it's like that's the that's the editing, a, that's the editing thing. But is that what you oh, just one thing I want to go back to? You said on the reunion, you said you didn't do it, right? Of course, of course here you are saying that you did do it. What what was the? Because I mean, I'm I'm asking because it does sound like you're telling two different stories, or was it an editing thing, or production production thing, or you just didn't? No, no, no. It. it it was me saying it, but I didn't okay. think I did it because it it did happen fast. And I was, I would say I was drunk mm-hmm. at the time too. So I feel like it might've been a graze or just a motion up because realistically her, her breasts are not small. So my hand, my hand going up, I would say that it, it would have grazed it, but it was more than a graze or I didn't feel like I did it. But that's why I went to another castmate and was like, yo, did I really do this type situation? And he's like, I feel like you did. So I had to be like, yo, I have to correct my situation. If I did it, then I did it. And I, and I trust what he says. So, and because when it happened with the Kia, it was like, is she doing this to, because now she's number two and she want sympathy or she felt bad because it was done in front of Donovan and she wants him to be the number one now, but I did it. so. I mean, I, it, I it, may, it, may, it may have been all of those things, but at the end of the day, um, you did make her I feel did. uncomfortable. For it, it is her right to feel uncomfortable because it was, and, it, and she may have been just embarrassed, and it may, you know, the retaliation because the fact she found out about the whole situation. Because, like I said before, you said you felt comfortable with her in that way, but at the end of the day, if a, if anyone feels uncomfortable because someone touched them, you know. I mean, it's just, there's just not really anything. Because regardless of how yeah. I feel about it, as, as a woman, if yeah. I feel that way, man, man or woman. Woman. yeah, I think it's, it's men or women, but I think men don't yeah, really, I said anybody, yeah, anybody, yeah, anybody. I hope men don't really say anything about it because it's like, okay, this woman is touching me. But everyone has their own right to feel how they want to feel. Yeah. And that's why I, I apologize because I don't want it to seem like, oh, this, this dude is just going to, Fucking grab on people or right. do whatever, I agree and with not that. have no remorse about it. Mm-hmm. And there's a part where she felt like she didn't feel like I was remorseful enough. But if if I say my bad, sorry, then that means I'm sorry. And then we keep it moving. I thought it was squashed after that, but it, it definitely was not squashed after that mm-hmm. because now you're going to tell everybody else that you feel like you was. Um, touch inappropriately and I'm not even there. And that's one of the parts that I didn't like as well. 
that you're going to say this in front of all the castmates mm -hmm. and this is going to automatically put um it's going to dim my light for any other connections already where we could have just had this conversation if she felt like that bad that we're like okay eric this is how i felt boom 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 and then it would have been more of an apology more of a consoling because like i said i liked her I really did. And I didn't want to hurt her or anybody in the show in any type of way. So for her to do that behind my back, it's like, why would you do this? I thought we were closer than that. Like, even if someone did something to me, I would come to them like, hey, yo, this is how I feel about this situation. And I'd be like, yo, I can't believe such and such did this type situation. But everyone works differently in the situation. Cause she's even texting me after the situation, like, "Hey, are you coming to the pier? We're all gonna hang out." I'm like, "Nah." She's like, "Okay, well, we'll get up later." Because at first, I was gonna put up all these receipts and all this, and I'm not trying to put her in a bad light situation. Cause I can, I can pull up whatever I need to pull up to show how close we were, but I still res respect her in a sense. I don't respect what she did. Okay. Saying the shit that she said on TV like that, mm -hmm. but I still try to protect my black people at the same time because it's feel like we're always being torn down. The woman always think the man is bad and dirty and no good. The black man, and we feel like whatever everyone's independent. They don't need nobody, but everybody really do need somebody realistically. And I was hoping to find that connection here. Right. And hoping it was going to be with the Kia. Mm -hmm. But it's it is not. No, it is not, and you ended up leaving because it's not to me. You initiated everything as far as you 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 know you felt you were wrong. You went to production. Was there anybody else in the cast that went to production besides you that you know of? I don't know because nobody would say anything. Oh, really? Nobody says who it was if they did it because. People are fucking conniving and sneaky. Like even if one of the guys they felt a certain type of way, me as a man, I'll be like, "Yo, yo, Eric, you did this." I will come to you as a, as a man or whatever, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and just talk about the situation. And that's what I expected, but it didn't happen in, in that way. Donovan, he reached out to me, of course. Yes, I felt like he's a genuine dude, but you know, and at the same time, I wasn't close with. Everybody, everybody, we're just meeting each other, right? Yes. At the same mm -hmm. time. So I do have, I do be cautious of who's in my space and who I would consider like a friend type situation. I don't have a lot of friends. I have a lot of associates and uh, acquaintances, but I felt like because we're in like this men lounge and it wasn't always that gravy or good in the, in the men's lounge either, but um, there was always a little something happening, but I feel like the men could have been a little more closer or, or talk to each other a little bit more with the situation because, and it is a competition too. So if someone else did want the Kia, so they're going to be on her side, be like, yeah, yes, yeah. Let's, let's get this dude out of here type situation. So I'm, I'm gone. So nobody like really reached out to say, hey, is this true? It's automatically, she said it, this is what happened. And and it did happen, but 
I felt like it should have been brought to me first due to Kia. That's what I was gonna ask you. Now I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask some some questions that I'm pretty sure is gonna piss some people off. Which if you know my channel, you know I don't care. So now, as far as you finding out about it, when it initially happened, she told you to stop. You stopped immediately. After that, was there any indication at all that it was like? You know, she feels weird. She feels comfortable. I, I feel awkward. I mean, in the moment, we right after the picture and all that stuff or whatever. And it, the picture was still taken, correct? Yes. So after after the incident happened, we still took pictures. And I didn't feel like she felt any type of way at all. She said she did. But by our interactions afterwards, no. Because we still danced on the boat, just having fun in there. She's right next to me. I feel like if you felt that type of way, you could have moved to another space. You didn't have to be by me still. There's even pictures of me and her like right next to each other doing the situation. Now, if you felt uncomfortable, I feel like if you felt uncomfortable, then you would have moved somewhere else and not be by me or told the production like right away because everyone is there. But at this time, I'm still assuming that we're good because it happened. She told me to stop or don't do that. I apologize, and I thought that was it. So I had no indication that she was harboring or still felt this way that I was physically or very physical with her because I don't know anyone that's going to be around someone that's going to be very physical. So this is where it's a, it's a fucking gray line in the situation of how everything happened. So I had no indication that she felt like this at all because we just went on our merry way and kept on. Well, I'm going to say that women, all, you know, everybody's different and people do process things differently. Some people will fake the funk and, and uh, not want to reveal that they're embarrassed or don't want to, whatever women, you know, especially they feel like they are in a, an uncomfortable situation. Um, people side eyed with the text messages. Why would you saying, Hey bae and come on and stuff like that. Um, you know, and then telling the cast before she told you, really told you in depth, is I mean, I I mean, I, that's hard for a lot of people to process because they're like, okay, why would she tell the? Because for me, it's like I maybe not being comfortable around you. I mean, sorry, faking it and taking the pictures and just doing it. Women do do that too, but maybe after you left, telling you how I felt instead of telling the cast is one of the things that a lot of people did not understand why would you tell us tell everybody else and not hit him up you don't say it face to face he's gone now you faked it for that whole picture scene whatever it was then why mm -hmm. do you shoot out a text message and not saying hey babe like look i need to say this i can't be around you i'm uncomfortable blah 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 whatever because she didn't have to say it in your face to deliver the message especially if she felt uncomfortable around you you know what i'm saying and this yeah. is just me speaking you know this is just me speaking like i said Women, everybody thinks uh, process things differently, but at the same time, um, given different signals, anybody human, um, if you didn't think anything was wrong, you would per perceive as normal. You wouldn't think anything was wrong. So I have Absolutely. to say that as well. You, you, you had no idea. Now you guys kind of dragged each other a little bit. Who started the dragation? Is what I call it. Was it you or was it her? What do you mean, like the dragon? Like, like, like the, the stuff I posted, how y'all was going back and forth, and you said you, you know, you said you called her name. That the first time that y'all kind of got like, you know, 
dicey. Oh, when, when you got the uh, the private yeah. chat mm -hmm. message. Mm -hmm. Yes, oh, I did. I, yeah. No, I started that shit. Okay. Because that's when I initially saw that she said that I got very physical. So I was I was in my emotions because you are now like slandering my my character or who I am. So when you do that, people are gonna assume like, oh, this nigga, he's like a wife beater or he, he puts his hand on women because very physical and you have, she chose those words to use. And that's the part that, that got me. And then she was saying, there's like, we went back and forth, even on that, that message, it didn't show all of it because whoever, whoever leaked it and sneaked it and sent it to you, they didn't, they didn't show everything. And I asked her, I asked her about the very physical part. She's like, well, the, the production made me say something. I was like, but you chose those words to use of very physical. Mm -hmm. And I was gonna be cool and just let the shit slide and just wait for everything else. But when that part, that was my trigger right there because like for me, I still, I open the, I'm a gentleman. I open the door for women. I, I walk on the correct side of the road. And I do this for my daughters because I teach them that's what men's supposed to do. I send my daughters flowers every Valentine's Day. I just do it like just because, you know, I love them because they're, they're my kids. And I do this for whoever I'm with. So when you paint that light right there, it's like, wow. Because it, it changes like what anybody would perceive me as. And that's what she chose to say and put out there. And I do also blame production because they told me that she's not really saying anything about the situation. It's just, we're just gonna say that you guys just didn't connect anymore. So when I see it, I was like, all right, Kia did this and then fucking production did this the way they mm -hmm. wanted to edit it. Because mm -hmm. it's supposed to be like a, a smooth type exit because I wasn't gonna say anything. I was just gonna just go type situation because right. What they tell us is anything that happens off camera, they can't use or we can't say or speak about, but they chose to do this. So they have their their little lines of shit. So it is what it is. And I'll be having a discussion with them as well. Yeah, well, I was gonna get have you to get deep into that, but um, I was gonna say it doesn't sound seem like that y'all had a good relationship because you said they wouldn't let, they wouldn't give you no interviews or anything, which I find that they obviously made a decision themselves, like to cut me out. Yes, because yes. I would say at first they set me up for an interview, mm -hmm. and then <laughs> they set me up for an interview. It was supposed to be on one of the Mondays. And then um, like two hours later or so, they sent me a message saying, oh, we're not gonna do any more interviews right now. And then an hour later, I see they, they put, uh, they had a Vern uh, interview with Vern coming up. Mm -hmm. So I took a screenshot and I said, no more interviews like this. <laughs> and then they said, oh no, we're not gonna do, we're gonna pause any interviews with you right now. I was like, cool, just a pause. And then I hit them up again. I was like, hey, so people are now threatening my daughter and I want to get this information out, you know, tell my side of the story, even own up to my, my situation because I'm owning mm -hmm. it. And they responded with, um, 
we're not going to do any interviews with you. We're just going to skip you and just do interviews. I was like, so you guys don't want me to, to say my piece or what it is, or whatever the situation is. And I got no more responses after that. So own is like, oh, we're not going to let you speak. It's like, that. I have to get my shit out somehow. Mm-hmm. So, and I feel like, I also feel like there's favorites in on the show. Mm-hmm. So, realistically, I feel like Dakia is one of the favorites that they mm-hmm. have because there's other situations where she says something and then production calls whoever and be like, hey, I need you to talk to Dakia or engage more with Dakia now. So, but there's other people on here that's, we'll just keep watching to see what happens. Hmm. But <laughs> it's a, it's an interesting situation. It's an interesting situation of how it's almost like ready to love the Kia show. Yeah. Um, okay. Now I, I know you said you, you know, you pretty much, you pretty much over everything. I know you have the we have the few shows, the end of it, and then we have the the reunion. Um, is the reunion going to have people side eyeing you more? And I say that because as soon as you said you said something different on the reunion, the comments just fired up. So I'm like trying to imagine at the reunion when you really say, because even when you said when you said I I I hate I hurt her feelings. It made mm-hmm. people. It made people question back and forth. Like, okay, he said he hurt her feeling. Does that mean that she's not telling the truth? Does it? Does this mean? What, what, what is it? You know, what I'm saying what? what so, what, so with the hurt the feelings part is that's when production told me they said, hey, um, the key is not saying anything about having the incident. We're just gonna say that her feelings were hurt and boom, 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 boom. I was like, okay, then that's what I'll say because they said we're not gonna make a big deal out of it. So they're telling me something different than what she actually said um, on the show because they came to me making it seem like she's not saying anything about what happened with the whole situation. So that's why I just said, I heard her feelings, I'm not ready to love, just gonna mm-hmm. keep on move on. I'm not here to hurt anybody's feelings. And I'm, and I'm not here to hurt anybody. I wasn't there to right. hurt anybody's feelings. So it was a difference in what production made the situation look like. On hers, it's like, now, if I knew that she said what she was going to say, I would have came out and said the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So they gave me like a dumbed down version of what she said. So they came to me first and like, so she said this. She's not saying that you um, touched her or you did anything like that. It's just like you guys had a conversation. You didn't see eye to eye. So I went along with that dialogue. I was like, okay, not a problem. So that's why I said hurt her feelings on the show. So, okay. and then even in the, on the reunion part of it, um, I wasn't trying to go into a lot of detail either because I still didn't see that part. Right. Because they they filmed the reunion like on the first fucking episode. So nobody, the cast members know what's happening. So I'm still thinking that, okay, it's just a situation of, um, we're not going into depth of what's happening. So now that I see that, when I saw that, I was like, oh, so, it's really, really, really out there. And I hit up I hit up the production and all that. I was like, you guys said this, you guys said that, but it's here. Nobody responds. So now it's making me look like 
Oh, this this nigga right here looks shifty now. Oh, let's. Oh, I, you did say that word. Look, I I, I got to get my corn, baby. When be and I I I don't I don't use that word. I just don't use it. I mean, oh. in my youth, I did, but I really right. try not to use well, it. It's making. It's I know. Making I, know, I know what you're shifty. saying. I, I'm not taking it in a personal way. I'm just. I just trying yeah. to. I'm not crazy about the word, but I mean, I. I'm not tripping because you say the word. I, I just that's just not my thing. But because some no, no, you okay. said it, I'm not saying it. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna respect it. If you don't say right. it, then I won't use it. But it's, it's it's making me look shifty and all that because right. they're telling me one thing and that, and then when I hit them up about, hey, you guys say you were gonna only put this part out there, and then nobody responds. So it's like, oh, now I'm looking real stupid. Now I should have I should have just went ahead and said everything and still bowed out, but. Now it's looking like I'm the one that's not having my story together. And they're giving me a storyline saying, okay, she's not saying this. And now I'm putting it out there thinking that she didn't, but now she's saying this and saying he's very physical. Okay, now we broke that down. I wanna ask you this important question. Are you single now? And it's a two-parter. Did this situation affect the way you date after all this said and done um i'm not gonna put my personal life out there anymore being single but um i don't have to worry about i would just say i don't have to worry about that situation it did put a different light um on situation but i also think that because it's a show and it's really a hairy up and Find a connection. Speedy, speedy that, yeah. Yeah, it's it's really a real speed dating dating type of situation. So I don't think I would be like that in the in the real world. So I am more cautious in the real world. And of course, this wouldn't be in front of other people and on camera and all this type of situation. Would I do another reality show like this? Absolutely not. But oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's 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 a whole different process and before I went into it, I knew it can go either way. It can go mm -hmm. good or it can go bad because people are entitled to their opinions and of what they see on TV. So that's why I don't care about what people really say about my situation or what happens right. because we put ourselves out there and yeah, you have sure. to own it. Mm -hmm. And you can't, you can't be all up in your feelings when somebody says something because we know I about it. Yeah, and I, I've been on a show before. I've been on CHOP, so I know how they edit stuff. So I was really knowing how things would be perceived, how things go when they edit stuff. So that's why it's like, I wonder how they're going to edit it. So when you go in these type of situations, these shows, you have to understand that people are going to perceive you a certain way of how you're presented. Yes. So the narrative. Yes, I agree. Yeah. What the narrative is. And then people always talk about like when cast members say, Oh, is how it's edited or how production do things. We're not making excuses. Yes, we do do things on the show, but the way they cut and splice things, mm -hmm. it's uh, we miss pieces not always accurate. Because like mm -hmm. sometimes, like even on the date with the Kia and Carmen, the best friend thing, you could see that there was food on the table sometimes, there was food on the table, some of the not food on the table because they edit it, splice it together. If you look at it, it's like, why is there no food now? Oh, why is there food now? And they're saying different things, and, and they like they're bickering sometimes with the situation. So it, it is how they edit different situations on the show. But the words that come in your mouth are real, 
but it might not be in that order. Right. So, um, thank you for answering those questions. I want to ask you about Miss Carmen, the beautiful Carmen. Um, do you guys, and I'm saying this like, uh, yeah, but do you guys still talk? Are you still close after all this said then? Oh, yeah, because so like people always, people ask before like, you know, why didn't you do stuff with Carmen or why do you guys have a, a relationship before and all that? So Carmen, she is really like a ride or die friend. She is a friend that somebody would definitely want to have in their life and have in their corner because she actually looked out for me on the show. She told me some things. She's like, maybe you should just chill out with this type of situation. Right. Or just do this because she was in the circle. She can hear people talking. Mm -hmm. So she is, she is a dope ass person. She knows she's one. She's grown. Everybody's grown. Everybody see her like in this different light, but I bet everybody would want her as a friend because she's like really a ride or die or dope ass type of friend. If you're on her good side, that's it. She's with you for life. If you're on the bad side, that's it. Watch out for your life. So it's, it just depends. But Carmen and I, we do talk. We, um, we always try to hang out and shit. And uh, I don't get to hang out with people as much because I'm always traveling. Yes. So, you know, everyone's, you know, out there having fun doing this type of stuff. So I'm out working and stuff and we try to connect, but we never really get the chance to connect. But we do we do talk. And she is like an amazing, amazing person. And she she's a really person that's really like looking for love type situation. Mm -hmm. But it's it's also how the, the picture is painted, like even when. I had my episode when I was in the kitchen, right? Mm -hmm. And me and Dakia is talking. And then Carmen comes in. Um, even around that time, I was still wanting to see what was happening with Carmen. And I did just tell Dakia, I was like, yeah, I can, I can see us together and be in a relationship and all that stuff too. Um, but Carmen has like this, like other energy and other light. That's why it was back and forth and nobody got to see it how Carmen and I connected and how we're on the same page. And even when I made her my number one, because um, I would have loved to explore more with Carmen because she's, she's an amazing individual, but we are, we are great friends and we are going to remain great friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's, she's, she's dope, 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 dope. So yeah, we, we talk and I, I talk to more of the, uh, some of the other cast members more too, because it's a different environment trying to get to know each other in a competitive state, because that's what we are. We're competitive, competing yes. and clashing and trying to get with somebody and have somebody like us. But like after the show, I got to figure out who people are more. So like I talked to Clifton more, me and Vern talk every once in a while, talk to Donovan, Joy, she's like a fucking amazing soul. Mm -hmm. she's, she's dope. But yeah, and, and of course, Carmen. So yeah, she's an amazing person. So now you get down the kitchen, okay, and do all these different fun things. So that's your that is your that is your love, your life. Um, I know you said you taped something for Netflix, and it's interesting. Um, it's very, very interesting that uh you said you was on what show before? Chopped. Chopped. I'm that, was very interesting. Yeah. that was very interesting to me. So 
Chopped. Um, that's the reaction we all know about. So you kind of got a little bit uh, about how being on a reality show, but it's two different kinds, cooking, but you're still competing. Right. It was, it was, you, you're still competing. So are you, are you going to continue doing stuff like that now? You say you won't get into shows like this, but will you start getting to stuff like the food? So there's plenty of food competition shows out there. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm actually, I have another food competition show coming up because it's my passion. So before mm-hmm. I was doing, before I was cooking or being a chef, I was a systems engineer, so I, I worked with different servers. I worked with this, uh, this program called SCCM, which is System Center Configuration Manager. It basically brings like all the servers together. I uh, do application packaging, create different software and all that shit, but it wasn't my passion. So cooking was my passion. So I left being an engineer to follow my dream and my passion. So, because that's where I just thrived at. It was like my happy place. So I got into cooking more and just, and I'm self-taught. So I learned everything because realistically, everybody can do what they want to do. Right. There's a wealth of knowledge out there, YouTube, university, yes, there is. whatever, because yeah. people can do what they want. And this is what mm-hmm. I do. I also do speaking engagements. And I try to encourage people to follow their dreams and their passion. But um, with the cooking, I went on this competition show because they hit me up twice. The first time I said no. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I was ready. Then the second time, I did go, and then um, it was an amazing experience. And I won. It was a tournament. I won my round of the tournament, which made me a chop champion because um, I felt like it would put me at. It would let me know where I stood with other chefs, people that went to culinary school and all that. But I am going to do more competition show, and I'm really going to hone in on my show that I that I film. So my show is, this is the, the Netflix show that I'm doing, is um, I go out into the wild and actually survive out there on my own. So I go out hunting, um, do fires, build a, a, a cabin and all that shit just to survive. And then one of the main things I do is highlight black history wherever I go. Mm-hmm. Because the first show that I did is in Alaska. A lot of people don't know oh their black, black history in Alaska. Yeah. yeah I was serious. out there in 30 below weather. Um, I fell through the ice before. Oh, my God. So, yeah. I'm, I'm a really survivalist type of dude. So, why don't you go on something like that? Now, I, I love doing, I love uh, reviewing competition shows, and I don't, it's not enough of us on there. Why don't you do something like the challenge? That sounds like, or even um survival stuff like that i'm telling you that it's not enough of us on there doing that type of stuff you really should get into oh that. yeah because i'm actually going to try i'm trying to i'm going to try to do naked and afraid i'm going to try to do the show oh, called Lord jesus all that because it's, it's what i do because you know right. i grew up my father was in the military i was in the military so i've learned all this stuff and then i do it on my own like, like i said every six months or so i'll go out and just live off the land i go shoot bow and arrow hunting all that setting traps but that is more of my speed than a dating show right that i found out i just wanted to give this a try because i thought it would be beneficial Mm -hmm. for my life it turned out that um it didn't go the way i wanted it to go Mm -hmm. and that's okay and do i regret it um i really say i don't regret anything in life because it teaches a lesson so I learned a lesson from everything that I do in my life and just try to move forward. It's all about how you come out of something, not how, not when you're going through it. 
because everyone goes through something in their life. Yes. But it's how you navigate to get out of it. And if you have that endurance and perseverance to move and keep going forward and higher in your life. That's a beautiful way to look at look at things because especially the situation you went through was really, 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 really negative. It really was. And you have to have some kind of positive outlook. Um, I tell you, yeah. I'm, the, I'm the black sheep of this situation. Not to your situation, but of the bloggers. I mean, it's not a secret. It's not a secret oh. that I'm on the list to not talk to. I know that. And I thrive on it. And I succeed. So I think with me, it's also... Well, for people in general, it's also you taking ownership mm-hmm. of what happened. Like right. me coming here, I'm taking ownership of what I did do and happened. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to, you know, push it under the rug. I did the situation. I'm sorry mm-hmm. for it. I apologize for it. Right. And I felt like it, that should have been it, but it kept moving forward. But it's take ownership of whatever you've done in your life and you keep it moving. Because if you're going to lie about it or, you know, just trying to act like it didn't happen, it's still going to haunt you. And this still, part of it still is going to haunt me now because people are still going to have their perception of me or whatever, but it's all about what you feel about in your mind, who's on your side, whatever, but just keep going regardless. Yes, yes. The thing about it is they're going to say, they're going to talk. You can't stop doing what you're doing. You, you, I mean, honestly, you, look, this is going to be a part of you. I mean, I know you don't advertise or anything, but you know, um, oh, yeah. it's gonna be a part forever. There's nothing really to do about it. You just thrive on it, and you just keep it, keep it pushing. So we're gonna be watching the Netflix. I'm looking forward to. It. I really hope that you keep in contact with me because I'll be advertising and watching you on Netflix. I'm actually excited about that. I want to say again, uh, thank you for coming on my platform. Even though um, I asked everything I wanted to ask, you know, and um, I know that some people may not agree with whatever and that's fine if someone wants to come to my platform and speak I, my, my platform is open honestly but Absolutely. i wanted to have you on here because a lot of times when a woman says something about a man if it's negative small or big that's all we hear um we mm-hmm. don't actually get to hear the, the man's uh, side or anything and i wanted to give you the opportunity to do that yeah and just to end on, on another note or not another note the same thing but i do apologize again still for um, doing that to Kia, because I'm owning my shit. It happened, and I apologize for it. I just wish that it didn't go, that she had to go talk to the castmates and everything while I was not there. Or she could have texted me or went to the side or outside and say, hey, I feel like this. And I think that's where everything really went left and where I'm like, you know what? It's time for me to just go ahead and end this journey. That's a wrap. Yes. All right. Well, if you ever want to come on or something else is happening, I look. You said you had receipts. And everybody was in the chat. Like then, I was like, "Lord, I was struggling." I was like, "What a receipt!" <laughs> <laughs> See, that's that, that's the thing too. I, I really, I re- like even on the reunion, I could have pointed out different situations, but I was telling her at the reunion, I was like, "Yo, this is supposed to be between you and I, adults, mm-hmm. about the situation." Right. So I don't, I don't really like pulling other people in or have to yeah. bring it up. But and I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to do it later or not, but hopefully this will get the information out there and yeah. not show me as whatever like she tried to paint me as. Because I own my shit. Because mm-hmm. I did the shit. I apologize for it. 
And then it kept moving after that, which it shouldn't have, I feel. So, yeah. Yes. I mean, it's, you, it's, have, it's, you, you actually have some of the receipts from the screenshot. So, that's the only part I put out to them. There's other shit, but that's all I put I would, out. I would, okay, I would not want anything where it was like, and I'm not saying you have it, but like you have some risque, you know. I just like no, I, don't, I don't have I like, any, I don't have oh, anything. Okay. I'm just saying in general, I like the receipts where it's like, like the, yeah. I like the receipts that show. I like the receipts we're showing. This is what was going on. Then when both parties agree, it's what yeah. happened. That's a receipt to me. I mean, and guess what kind of happened there? Another one of y'all denied it, so obviously it was, you know, a true receipt. So, I would say Dakia is a lady. Mm -hmm. She is. I just didn't like how she handled the situation. So I'm not going to take any way. I'm going to say, say something. I wish that, I, that the way the way you responded, and I'm not saying you had to respond. I'm just saying this because you you know you were on TV and everybody was watching. Maybe if you weren't on TV, it'd probably be a little different. Um, you'd be just dealing with aunties and somebody at church and somebody at your job, but you deal with everybody. And the way you responded, just that, it would have probably changed the game as far as people. I know you don't care. You shouldn't care. I'm just saying, because it come before you so crazy, so bad. I think if you responded, yes, yeah, she's a lady, but I don't, I didn't like it because you're welcome to, you're welcome to your own opinion. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think we would have probably respected it. But I think when you called her out her name, we started dragging her. And she's a woman, just being honest. Oh, yeah. black woman, it just really be like, da -da 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 -da. you know, it was just like, da -da 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 -da. I mean, you were just, you were just getting towed up out there. I'm just, I'm just gonna be real. Oh, like, yeah, because stop. Everybody's total to their opinion. And yes, yes. When she did that, when she said that part about the physical, very physical, that's what happened. That's how I felt at the time. So it, it is what it is. Everybody have their own emotions. I had my emotions because that, that hit me deep. Because I know I'm a gentleman, and it's making me seem like another light. But I'm not gonna take away that she she posed and she takes pride in who she is. That she is a lady. It's just the actions that were taken that I didn't like. Gotcha. And that's what I really, that's what I really wish you would have responded. I mean, you, and I know that word, something to that effect where people, and, it, and I don't only want to say it like for anybody, but for yourself, when you know you apologize to somebody, that really is for you anyway. It's not for everybody else. It's not for everybody. And, you know, it's not. And I think people get that twisted where it's like, I don't like how she said sorry. I don't like how he said sorry. Well, it's not even for you. So it doesn't matter how it's delivered or how you don't like what it said, da, 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 that's for that person. And I think a lot of times we get that completely twisted. And at the end of the day, healing has to happen on both parts. Absolutely, you know and it is what it is. You got you. you I just saying healing is happening. But part it cannot be just a woman that's going through it. It cannot be just the woman that is just because I'm sure she did. I, I don't take it from her, but I'm saying I do think it affected you as well, emotionally, mentally, or whatever it was. It affected you some kind of way. And I don't think every, every person has everybody. Everyone has their own feelings about a situation. Right. So, and I'm I'm remorseful that it happened. It's not like I, I don't give a shit. Yeah, it right. shouldn't have happened in front of people or whatever. I should evaluate the situation more. But everyone is entitled to their own feelings. I have feelings about it. She had feelings about it. I know that it was wrong. So I apologize. And I think that's where it should have stopped. But it was drug and then gave given to other people behind mm -hmm. my back instead of coming to me. So that's my only quarrel with it. Quarrel with it. 
and then the very physical situation. That's it. Well, you, I'm gonna tell you something else. You apologize, and I would tell anybody around me. You've already you've already apologized. There's no need. There's no need for you to do it again because the more you do it, the more it's gonna seem like it's not real. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't even do it. I wouldn't. You said it's on record. You said yeah, you, you, because you said it. like I said, like I said, I, I read all the posts and all that, and it it made it seem like that. Um, I kept going or did something more after she said stop or don't do that. Right. So that's why I'm just kind of clarify. So it's not going to be any more apologies because it's, it is out there. I did it on multiple platforms. I did right. it at the reunion. I did it everywhere. So that's a wrap. Yes. And that's what I'm saying. I, I wouldn't, like I said, it's going to seem disingenuous anyway if you keep on doing it. So um, yeah, we heard the reunion. reunion going to be messy, but I heard. That's all I heard. I, <laughs> I'm not asking you for no tea. I know how this go. I'm not. I'm saying yeah. I heard it's gonna be messy. So, yeah. that's that's why I tell people just wait for the reunion. Right. But you know, since I didn't get a platform, since Own is not gonna let me talk, I was like, you know what? I'll come out through the other platforms. And I think it's fucked up that they're not gonna let me say shit. And I think there are reasons why. But I'm just gonna let that shit go too. Oh, you don't so, see it meant, for, it meant for us to do this because you know I'm not. They're not happy with me either. So this is just perfect. Absolutely. I mean, you know that I have with me. <laughs> I ask every cast member, "What did you hear about me?" <laughs> Actually, you know what? I have not heard anything. Really? Yeah, because I don't. I don't really go into the circle of any any okay. of this situation because not what I really cast, try to do not from the cast, not from the cast. Yeah. Come on, from the ones who get your interviews. No. I haven't heard anything. I haven't had you're my first interview. So I haven't heard anything about you. So I haven't heard anything about anybody because I stay in my lane. Right. And I I have my own personal life that I try to stick to. I don't care about everybody else's life. I have right. I have kids. I, I have my own career. Mm -hmm. I have my own clients that I need to worry about. I have my own business. So I don't give a shit what people be saying. People don't people don't come to me because I'm the type of person if someone comes to me about something, I was like, go talk to them. Right. Why are you gonna come to me? I don't I don't I don't entertain it because I'm not gonna let anybody talk bad about my friend. They'd be like, okay, she did this and she did that, blah blah blah. Go talk to her. And you know I'm gonna tell her that you said this shit. So it is what it is. <sighs> hey, I gotta say that's the, and that's why I would say that's why I really fuck with Carmen hard because she stays yeah, up she stands up for me. If you're a friend, she will be your friend. And I will, I will always be her friend. I will say that. Because she keeps it real, 100%. Yes, she get in my ass. She get, she get in my ass about shit sometimes, too. I'll be like, yo, I needed that. And I take shit with a grain of salt. I don't I don't take, I don't get, like, it's personal. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, she's a, she's a dope-ass individual. Like, real talk. All right. Well, we're about to shut this down. This was a great exclusive interview. Um, again, and I love the fact you had a little banter. Break. I was like, oh, I love it. Got I love it. I love a spicy conversation. I love oh, it's yeah. different. I, I love it. It's everything. So um, my um, moderator, shout out to my moderators in the chat, has been controlling the chat, have been posting his links throughout the entire live. And I will also have his links um, in the description. So when the live drops, so click on my live, you'll see all of his descriptions, his links, or anything. I'm gonna have all of it there. Um, make sure y'all tune in to me for anything else on uh YouTube, Facebook, Facebook group, 
and Twitter and Twitch. Uh, Mr. Eric, is there anything you want to say before I shut this down? Or as my as my girl, my mentee say, close the door. I just want to say, um, anybody have any passions or whatever they have in life that they want to do, make it happen. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid of anybody that's going to say anything. The no-sayers, they're going to be doors closed in your um in your face. Just keep it going. Just make it happen and just believe in yourself. Don't worry about who's on your side. Do you follow your passion? Go for it. Sit. Wow. What a great, a great way to end another show. Again, thank you guys for joining this exclusive on Commission Reviews.